All right, Adam, we're recording. So uh, keep your racial tirades to yourself. You got it? You wish. <laughs> um, we're en route, en route to a, a so-called haunted road right outside Janesville, Wisconsin, uh, near Evansville. Weary Road. Weary Road. Um, as I looked into it, there's a little bit of... Ooh, there's a cemetery. That's a cemetery. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, as I looked into it, the uh, lore, I guess, if you will, for the road is there was an old man with the last name Weary, which is why the road is named Weary Road. Okay. Um, that lived on the road, and apparently he was into children, and I and. The adults thought it was like, you know, into children, like a sexual thing, but oh. no, he was just actually just very fond of like entertaining children. Totally harmless as it turns out. But yeah. um, I guess these this group of adults got together and literally burned his home to the ground. Oh, so it's like Freddy Krueger, except for the dude didn't do anything. <laughs> Yeah. So after the fact, they they said that he, that he that it was found that he didn't do anything. Um, I don't know how they found that out or whatever. And then we're talking like late 1800s. Okay. So the place where his house stood is no longer there, but there are kind of some weird. Um, is this fellow? No, that's not what we want. We're looking to turn right on. We're coming down County A. We're looking to turn right on Tuttle. Tuttle. Okay. And then from there, uh, we'll turn left on Weary Road. So, um, so basically, some things we've heard are there's like there's this section of the road where these humongous trees all kind of grow and form almost like an archway, making it really dark. I'm sure. Yeah. And as we're doing this, it's about nine o'clock at night. Um, Adam has also heard stories of people going down that road and then losing, tra- like coming out of it and it's hours of past or something, right? Yes. Uh, I had an old uh, night manager at my work that he uh, lost like an hour and a half. Like they came out of it and it was supposed to be 20 minutes later and it was an hour and 20 minutes later um then another one i heard is there's a bridge there yep and then your car can die or not start on the bridge Ooh, we almost missed our exit there it is tunnel oh. road okay good call that snuck up on me <laughs> much like old man weary sneaks up on weary ah! travelers uh no but the thing is with the bridge thing so what i've heard is you go on this bridge and then you turn your turn car, car off, off. Okay. and then it won't start. And then I heard that people will push you or there's handprints of like maybe kids on your back uh, window that they're trying to push you across or maybe get in. So here's a couple of- They're trying to help probably. Maybe they're trying to help. Um, because yeah, they did say that the, the, the lore or whatever that I read did say that when they burned the home down, that there was also neighborhood children that died in the fire too. But that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, right. why would you burn a house down with kids in it? Yeah, when when you, the whole idea was to take out the old man that was being creepy to the kids. Right. right. <laughs> exactly. We're gonna find out. All right. We got a couple. I don't know. We're probably half a mile away from this road. Oh, and the other thing. Um, Went through, went through most of it, but they did say, like, when you visit the road, like, when your car doesn't start or whatever, yeah. um, they said that you'll, like, see old man weary in the your rear view, view mirror, Ooh. and that he, like, every time you glance up, he's closer. Ah! So that's definitely a thing that was said. Um, I don't know how much, like, head we want on this recording, but... We're close enough. I think we just keep it going. What say you? Sure. Sounds good. Uh, this is like the first um, uh, entry into our October Hold On Let Me Tell a Creep Show, right? I th- well, yeah. This I think what I'll do is 
maybe we even just like kick off the show with this audio before we even before we talk even talk it. yeah yeah um, we I initially wanted to come down this road you and I had gone to Oshkosh for that wrestling show on Friday yeah. and we were coming back through and it was Pushing midnight, close to midnight, yeah. and it would have been about another 20, 25 minutes out of our way or so. So it, you know, it wouldn't be that bad. But the highway 14's closed, which kind right. of throws a wrench in everything. Right ahead, All right, so I think this is probably we're probably coming up on it here. I just saw a sign for crossing. It's fucking dark. It's dark. The moon's out. It's not quite a full moon. I think this is it. There's no signage. Pull out your phone. I'm using my, I'm using the recorder on my, actually, yeah, pull it out, but I'm almost certain this is it. How do you spell it? Just like W-E-A-R-Y. No, no uh, sign there, so. You can just, can you just pull up your Google map and see where we're at? And there's nothing out here. Like, there's no reason. That there's even a road here? Yeah, this is it. Okay, so here's these okay. dark trees. We're coming up on these dark trees right now. And they, I, there's no telling where the house might be. Like, sometimes you see, like, what what might have been, like, a foundation driveway. Or something. Oh, okay. no, no foundation, no. but, like, oh, I could see a driveway being there. Oh, wow, yeah, this All is right. creepy. Here are these gigantic trees. And there's no they trees like this around. Nowhere. Yeah. Oh, this is pretty spooky. <laughs> All right. Um, the other thing is they say that nothing happens until you've visited this road three times. Oh, really? Um, I visited this road twice on Friday. Here's your third. <laughs> I was hoping to visit it three times in one day. Um, and drop that knowledge on you, like, when we got here on Friday. Like, oh, I've been... I went out of my way to get on this road twice on Friday. It's like the Ooh, there was, like, a branch down back there. Did you see that? No, I didn't. And there's no reason to be on this road, dude. Like, right. when, I, when I went on this road um, on Friday, there was a guy bicycling on a 10-speed. Um... And I'm like, why the? And he was like a fat guy. Like, you're not biking for fun. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he uh, he was wearing a mask, you know, the COVID mask, and it was a uh, Confederate flag COVID mask. Oh, just boy. so you know. Okay. So here there's we are. This is the bridge. Now look at the street here. Oh my God! It's all tagged up, and there's uh, all sorts of uh, you know burnout marks from people burning out. Oh, yeah. there's like kind of like a uh, entrance to something almost over here. Yeah, I mean it's dark as shit. And there's oh a creek. There's a creek to the it's right. Pretty creepy. And I don't know if we want to get out and check it out, or do we just turn the car off and see if we can start it? Turn it off. <laughs> All right. All right. I don't see any lights anywhere, so I think we're probably think we're good. Okay. There's lights in our rearview mirror, but those yeah. are. They're, they're the car that we just passed a few minutes ago. Oh. All right. Here we There's go. <laughs> should I, oh, you know what I should have done is put the car in neutral. Okay. Well, I will if it doesn't start. We're going to have to push it. Ready? Yeah. Ah! Oh, the vibe. You can't kill the vibe, weary. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? Let me put it in neutral and see if we get pushed along here. Because that would be cool. But yeah, this whole bridge is all fucking tagged Tag up. up. And it's the creepy. And the, 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 I mean, the street, the bridge, everything. Yeah, nothing's happening. This is still pretty creepy. Right? I'm getting a creepy feeling. You are? Yeah. I don't know what that says on the road. Well, we'll go up here, we'll turn around, we'll come back through the same way, because you gotta... I mean, you can get out the other way, but it's just... Funner to go back that way. Yeah. Fun, yeah. That's pretty... 
it's a cool spot too. It's just kind of at the dead end where there's a And there's a, still, I mean, we're yeah, there's we're hundreds of feet down from that bridge, and there's still a bunch of graffiti on the on the street. <laughs> you can't deny that it's creepy. It's that's for sure. It's definitely creepy. And I know, like the when you look over on my my vantage point, it was like you can see the creek. And the deep, oh. and the creek is deep down there too. Uh, yeah, it's like nice an eight off. foot drop off to it the does. creek. Um, I should have turned around right there. I can. Let me back this bitch up. Here's where run over, down. run over, weary. Yeah, this is where. Uh, this is where we get stuck. Well, everybody says it's a bridge. It's not. It's a stupid cornfield. I'm turning yeah. around in. Yeah, we're just turning around in a cornfield. And honestly, if I was off just a smidge there, we'd have been in the ditch. So. Right. Um. And when we were heading our way, you were like, I don't know if I've been on this road. I said, you would know it if you were on it. And that's why, because of all the graffiti and shit, you would right. have definitely known. Yeah, all there's right. nothing out there. I don't know what that was. You see like a light over there? Yeah. I did too. I don't know what it's that like was. It's like yellow. It could have been just a reflector or something. I don't know. Yeah, look, there's a reflector on that little pole oh, okay. there. It's probably one of those. I wish there was like a good place to park the car and like get out and walk around, but there's not. There's no, there's nowhere to go. Yeah, it's like immediately curved. We did see a weird light. We don't know what it is. There's like kind of a spot you could park here, but I'm, I'm not going to do that. I don't think. Roll the window down. Hello? Going over the bridge again. Yeah, just so much shit on oh, Those trees are, are gnarly. I know. All right. Well, we did we did our Run part. Entry into the, into the <laughs> creep show. Hey, they're not all uh, home runs, you know? <laughs> it's the closest thing that's supposedly haunted near us. So. Yeah. All right. Well, what time is it? 11.30. Ah! And welcome to this week's edition of Hold On, Let Me Tell It Podcast. <laughs> Adam and Undertaker. <laughs> we are coming to you live from the Dongsville Podcast Studio and Toy Museum in Janes, Wisconsin. This is episode number 90. And this is our first entry into the month long. Hold on, let me tell it presents Creep Show. Mm, spooky. That uh, opening audio you heard, obviously, was uh, me and Adam. You know, boys being boys. What was it? What what night was that? Sunday night? Sunday night. Adam was over for a wrestling show that we were watching. And like I said, we initially were going to do it on Friday, but it was just like two. We've already had like four plus hours of driving under our belts at that time. So just it just wasn't Too happening. Much. Got it. Um, That's well. That was really great, you guys. <laughs> actually, I was hoping the audio, like something weird, would have gotten picked up that we didn't. Because I didn't listen to it after we recorded it. I popped it on for like thirty seconds just to make sure it worked. That it, yeah, that we got it, um, and then it didn't sound like complete shit because we were using the the Sure MV eighty eight mic that just plugs into the iPhone. Um, which picks up like everything. It did a pretty good job. Sounded yeah. really good. I, didn't sounded I was really pretty happy good, with yes. that. Yes. Maybe agree. we'll have to go on another road trip. Uh, Bray Road is in the. Uh, yeah. On the docket. Oh, yeah. Supposedly the, werewolf or something out yeah. there. See the beast. I don't know, but that that worked out good enough where I would definitely try that again. As long as it's not crazy windy, I think that thing does a kick-ass job. Yeah, and that's what we like. We left the windows all up. I turned the the vent or the uh, blower off, mm -hmm. all nice. that stuff. So yeah. it worked out. It worked out really nice. It did. Um. So, what have you been doing up? What have you been up to, Sarah? Since the last time we congregated, anything? The last time we congregated, um, no, just. Hanging out, I did. I hung out with the family quite a bit this weekend. My sisters and 
saw Lisa. And, That's <laughs> pretty spooky in itself. <laughs> Can be, right? Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I should probably uh, let the people at home know that I am Matt Marbury. And with me at the table is <laughs> Sarah Barfield. Hello. And Adam Tollison. Threw me through my whole game off yeah. with that recording. <laughs> Scared us off our own game. Yeah. This week's podcast is once again brought to us by Down the Street Bar and Grill, located at 967 South Jackson Street in Janesville. Stop down there for all the specials. Say hi to Wicked, uh, Todd, and Chris Ann. And we're still working on the featured bottle of the week, which is the Jameson oh, yeah, the, cold brew mm-hmm. whiskey. Mm-hmm. I said hello to Wicked today. I ran into him down at uh, at another establishment. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So do that. <laughs> please do that. Do that. <laughs> They've been supporters since like day one. So yes. yeah, please support them. It's extremely important in this time uh, with the uncertainty with the COVID thing that you support local small businesses. Like it's, yes. it's it means more than, you know, even now, cause we're back to 25% exactly. starting yesterday yeah. as you mm-hmm. listen to this. Yeah. It's nuts. How's that going to work when it gets cold? You know what, what I'm saying? Mean? Well, right now, a lot of it's in, s- outside. establishments can put the, the, yeah. the tables outside. Well, does that count against their occupancy? I think so. I don't know. Like I, I wouldn't think so. It's it's an open air environment. I don't think. Oh, maybe, I don't think maybe whatever that's you, where they're the making it up. The amount of people you have of on thing. your patio would count against your occupancy, but that's only going to last so long. Right. Yeah, that yeah. ain't. We're you, in Wisconsin. You, you got about a month, maybe. And I think a lot of the older generation prefers to sit outside instead of going in. To just the with yeah, yeah, with everything that's going on. That's yep. a great point. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. I mean, if you, it's funny because. Thankfully, a lot of these bars and stuff like that, the idea of having like an area outside to drink is relatively new. Um, yeah. But within the last few years, because remember when you would you would have a beer at a bar, like you got fucking yelled at if you went outside mm-hmm. with it. True. And then all of a sudden they started putting these patios out there or whatever. And that's happened in the last, I don't know, I want to say five years, but it's probably been much longer. I'm really bad at year math. I'd love to have stock in those uh, outside space heaters right now. Yep. Yeah, right. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I hate it when that happens. Damn it. I do too. Lost your ghost train of thought. I did. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Halloween and, and spooky puns. Yes. Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't wait. Yeah. Me and Adam went up to Oshkosh for a wrestling show. That was a good time. Nothing real eventful happened. We, the Oshkosh, uh, what was it called? That theater in Oshkosh that's supposedly haunted. Yeah. Like the opera theater or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, they did get back to me on Friday before we left, but they're like, hey, we have a show tomorrow night that we are going to be like rehearsing for and we can't do a tour tonight. But next time you're in the area, like hit us up. We'd definitely like to accommodate you on some sort of like a tour. That's awesome. cool. Um, that's so I'm like, cool. cool. I think we'll be on our way through there on early December or something like that. There's another show up there. We could always do like a Christmas in July. We'll do like Halloween in January or something. <laughs> yeah. That's that'd be fun. April. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How was Tax your guys' time? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's right. fucked this year, right? Yeah, right. How was your guys' show? It was fun. I mean, um, you're, you're like standard. Like I, like I said before, it's a tough ask to get somebody that's not like into it to go to something like that because it's so far removed from what you see on TV as far as like what WWE puts out there or some of these other shows. Um, but I thought it was great. We did see a family that we, uh, that we were yes. very happy about. So there's this one lady that um, is really into it. And since the first show, she especially likes this one tag team. Yes. The players club, the players club. Um, and Which Jake book the players club. Those guys are great. Yes. God damn it. Jake, <laughs> get the players club to Janesville ASAP. Yeah. All they do is win, win no matter what, win, no matter what. And their hands go up. Oh, oh anyway, um, little T pain there, but this time she brought her, Okay. So this person, would you think late forties? Uh, yeah. Late forties, early, early, 50s, early something 50s. like that. Yeah. And then this time she brought her mom. Yeah. I'm guessing. No, it was. She was spotted, like, spitting image, really. Who's late 60s. Late 60s, probably, yeah. Maybe 70. Uh, and then to the left of her was, I think, 
her daughter's son, mm-hmm. and then her daughter. Mm-hmm. So we have the whole family. It's like four generations of right wrestling, there. sitting front Fans. row, really into it, really yelling, really Fucking giving the business. Especially the boy. The boy's got to be, what, 10? Yeah. And he is like just fucking hollering the entire time. And here's the only problem. Yeah. (laughs) He keeps bringing down the mask and he yells. And he yelled the entire time. (laughs) Bro, you can yell through the mask. I'll hear you. But this kid's like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. And then at one point, I thought his mom, who's probably in her late 20s, yeah, is gonna maybe tell the boy, "Hey, <laughs> put your mask back on. You can yell through your mask, but instead just joins him in yelling at a heel wrestler and says, "Your mother should have swallowed you." <gasps> oh and 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 her mom and her mom were just like, like nodding. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of times, me and it Matt was wild. Well, well. We'll split times with what's going on in the ring and what's going on with the family. I told Matt, I said, we need to have a, we need to get invited to, to dinner. To dinner. We want to go to that. dinner at that house really bad. <laughs> yes. if it's a, we, we thought if it's a wrestling night, they might. You should have handed out one of your dork side um, stickers. stickers. I brought stickers, left them in my backpack oh, in the I car. Didn't think about that. Great idea. No, yeah. I have like 10 of them in my backpack and I was going to definitely hand them out. Um, but just the mom next to her son yelling, your mother should have swallowed you. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Like, can you imagine dad yelling that at whitewater? <laughs> no, it's insane. My dad's like, I'm going to grab a beer. Is that guy riding out on something? Oh, it's diesel. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do want to say that when we go to these shows, me and Adam, a lot of times, will scan the crowd and we'll like pick our fan. <laughs> you know the game. Oh, hell yeah. We're like, that's my fan. <laughs> we'll like, um, we try to find like the most, I, I don't want to say like rambunctious fan, but like yeah, some, enthusiastic. Cause, well, no, because sometimes it's a drunk guy that's like falling asleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that <Good> point. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So many different levels to the, our fans. <laughs> yeah. And it's great because, I don't know, it's a fun show. Because then you're just like, check out my fan, and then he's got to look over and be like, oh, look what she's doing. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucked up. So fun. (laughs) Also, there was this referee that we we dubbed Meth Ref, (laughs) and he looked like he was missing a lot of teeth. Um, Yes. I'm trying to, oh, you know who he reminded me of? He reminded me of Joe Exotic's. husband not yeah. the one that killed himself the first one the, the, f- the first guy yes, yes the first guy in the show uh, remember he had like the methy yeah. mouth oh yeah I remember. yeah he reminded me of that guy totally. and he was like every move that happened in the ring he's like like he was really like overreacting to every little thing and he was like twist in a weird ways and yeah he was <laughs> he had the meth twitches going on or something it was uh, great meth ref we have a good time oh it's such a good time <laughs> sounds like it for sure the guy next to us won uh or oh, remember 50 50 yeah he won the 50 50 and like seats to the next show oh, that's like cool we still don't know if if he was sitting next to his mom or his girlfriend that was a weird <laughs> There's a lot of weird age gaps in wrestling fans. Um, remember he plopped that that replica belt. Yeah, he's like, lad? check out this belt. I was like, I swear it was thirty pound. No, it probably yeah. wasn't. But dude, it, it was, was heavy. Yeah. Here's the part that that bugged me. <laughs> you go, holy shit, man! Where'd you get that from? And he plops it on Matt's lap and just goes, obviously overseas. No, he didn't say obviously. No. I heard obviously. He said, unfortunately, oh, overseas. Unfortunately, okay. Which, um, a lot of these people that are like belt collectors, they want like, okay, so there's this is going to be real nerdy for like two seconds, but there's certain like belt makers that people know, like Reggie Parks made the original Intercontinental Championship or whatever, but you can get knockoff versions from Pakistan for like $100. Oh, okay. So that's what a lot of people are doing right now. So they're getting these really, and they look good. Like you can't tell me that AEW title that he had didn't look awesome. Fantastic. But he's paying like no money. Like he, I mean, he's paying probably $200 for a belt that would have cost a thousand dollars here in the States. Right. Right. 
that's why he said unfortunately overseas because he's he knows that it's frowned upon. Like if I'm a belt in, mark, in the, in the I belt was gonna world. be like. I probably would have punched him in his face. No, <laughs> Show me your ghost. Where's the opera house, boy? <laughs> and don't give me no Pakistan <laughs> opera house. I don't like my opera with accents. Give me an American ghost. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of Trump people there, too. <laughs> oh, dude. The amount of signage yep. on the way up there was astounding to me. Hmm. We passed a Trump shop. Like, it was like a, a makeshift outdoor shop that sold nothing but Trump memorabilia. Wow. Yeah. It looked like, like one of the the pop-ups, like the tents at the fairground. Yes, 100%. Just like that. But it was just there. Like, it's and it said Monday Trump through Friday or something. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Nine to five. Okay. Well, Nuts. in a month, we will have the election will be over. It's oh, crazy. yeah. He's killing it right now. It's, that dude's rich. As far as, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I met the Trump shop guy. Wu-Tang is forever. <laughs> yes. Guess. Presidents yes. are temporary. <laughs> Wu-Tang is forever. That's about as political as we get on this show, to be honest with you. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as far as the creep show theme, yep. the idea, because I talked to you guys, but I never laid it out to everybody that's listening, the idea is, much like the old VHS creep show tapes, for the month of October, we will all bring a creepy, scary, weird story. It doesn't have to be like hauntings or anything like that. It can be it can be something kind of off the wall. Um, it, as long as it's a good story, I don't care what it is. To be honest with you, um, so yeah, I think we're already like twenty seven minutes in. Do you think we should get into that? I think so. Yeah. All right. Um, who wants to go first? Sarah, you want to go first? I'll go first. All right. Before you go, Sarah, I do want to give a quick shout out to the sponsor of the Creep Show series. None other than the Looking Glass, 18 North Main Street in downtown Janesville. Stop in, check out the burger of the month. It's the pumpkin spice. Did you see this? I did not. It is a burger patty stuffed with pumpkin spice cream cheese and bacon, Mm -hmm. then rubbed in espresso or espresso. Topped with mozzarella and pumpkin barbecue sauce. I can get on board with that probably. Um, when, as I read it, I'm not so sure I can, but I would definitely give it a whirl and I bet it's better than I would anticipate. Yeah. So yeah, stop in for brunch every weekend or check out their Facebook page for the daily specials. Uh, some great stuff coming out of the kitchen down there. And the patio still open like we just talked about. The Looking Glass also offers dozens of awesome craft beers and cans and bottles or try one of the ever-changing brews on their 18 taps. They go quick. So if you find one you like, grab a growler to take home. They sent us over some raspberry slush from Eagle Park Brewing Company out of Milwaukee. It's a fruited sour, clocks in at 6% alcohol by volume, and it's pretty delish. It's tart. It is tart. It is tart. So yeah, stop over to Looking Glass. Say hi to Matt, Jones, Sarah, Emma, the rest of the crew. Let them know that we sent you. Remember, it is especially important to support local small businesses as they try to keep the lights on throughout and after this pandemic. Stay glassy, Janesville. And speaking of Emma, I want to shout out her Facebook page, Makeup by Emma Shaw. She is doing all of your Halloween makeup this year. Hit her up on Facebook or give her a call or text 608-208-0515. Check out her page. She's got a photo gallery. It's pretty wild. Uh, Let Emma... Let get you looking disgusting this Halloween or absolutely fabulous the rest of the year. Makeup by Emma Shaw. Nice. Where's my music button? There it is. The creep show, Sarah. All right, I love it. Set us off. Okay. So, my first story. Okay. I'm very excited. Is going to be Resurrection Mary. The ghost of Archer Ave. Ooh. Yes. Didn't she used to live on Archer Ave, Matt? Arch Street. Oh, okay. Okay. I live on it's Arch close. right now. That's right, she does. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, I wiped out the dun, dun button for this drop. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm just going to jump right into it. Resurrection Mary is a well-known Chicago-area ghost story of the vanishing hitchhiker type. The urban legend is based outside of Resurrection Cemetery in Justice, Illinois. 
Illinois. <laughs> I was totally about to say something. <laughs> a few, which is a few miles southwest of Chicago. Resurrection Mary is considered to be Chicago's most famous ghost. Since the 1930s, several men drive driving northeast along Archer Ave between the Willowbrook Ballroom and Resurrection Cemetery have reported picking up a young female hitchhiker. This young woman is dressed somewhat formally in a white party dress and is said to have light blonde hair and blue eyes. There are other reports that she there are other reports that she wears a thin shawl, dancing shoes, carries a small clutch purse, and that she is very quiet. When the driver nears the Resurrection Cemetery, the young woman asks to be let out, whereupon she disappears into the cemetery. According to the Chicago Tribune, full-time ghost hunter Richard Crow has collected three dozen substantiated reports of Mary from the 1930s to the present. The, ghost, or the story goes that Mary had spent the evening dancing with a boyfriend at the O. Henry Ballroom. At some point, they got into an argument, and Mary stormed out. She left the ballroom and started walking up Archer Ave. She had not gotten very far when she was struck and killed by a hit-and-run driver who fled the scene, leaving Mary to die. Her parents found her and were grief-stricken at the sight of her body. They buried her in Resurrection Cemetery, wearing a beautiful white dancing dress and matching dancing shoes. The hit-and-run driver was never found. That's a real... Resurrection Cemetery is what it's called? Yeah. Yep. Sometimes they come back. (laughs) Um, So this kind of is a little... Like firsthand encounter, I guess. Okay. Okay. I also want to know how much a full time ghost hunter gets paid. Yeah. And by whom? We'll we'll have to Google Richard Crow with an E. (laughs) I think I can tell you. Okay. (laughs) Are you thinking nothing? (laughs) No. um, It depends on the person hiring you for that. And Uh, then, like, True TV probably gives you a shit ton of money to go. I see what you're saying. We almost heard something. Or did you hear that? Like, I don't know. Some of those are pretty cool. I, I do like the the audio stuff sometimes. Yeah. But when it's on TV, like the, they'll do live ones. They do a great job of making you think you're about to see yeah. something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then like the live ones, nothing usually. It's like the Al Capone vault. Nothing right. ever like. Right. But then there's ones <laughs> that's like, we played the tape back and listen. Help me. And you're like, yeah. holy shit, that's awesome. Which like, is probably doctored. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, it's I don't either. Fun. Yeah, it yeah. is fun. So just southwest of Chicago on Archer Ave in Justice, Illinois, across the street from Resurrection Cemetery is a bar called Chet's Melody Lounge. All right. Chet's is a classic roadside tavern with a pool table, a jukebox, a popcorn machine, and a large clientele of bikers. Charlie's and, Place, got it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the... Best greasy pork sandwiches served in a dirty ashtray. Uh, no. Chat? <laughs> Weird science? Nothing? Oh, All right. Yeah, fuck yeah. you guys. Bill Paxson forever. <laughs> but but Chet's has an unusual tradition. Every Sunday, the staff leaves a Bloody Mary at the end of the bar for a ghost. The ghost's name is Resurrection Mary. And she has haunted this stretch of Archer since the 1930s. An old South Sider named Vince was still telling his Resurrection Mary story down at Chet's half a century after it happened. Before he went out dancing one evening, Vince put on his favorite suit, a double-breasted gray number with squared-off shoulders and his most colorful tie, red with Hawaiian hula girls in grass skirts. He cruised. <laughs> I'm gonna get some puss tonight. That's what he thought as he tied that. Tie. He, yeah, he cruised Archer Ave with the top down on his Chevy Cabriolet. The night was warm, and he'd slick back his hair with enough brile cream to keep the wind from mussing it. Oh, I know what that is. It's like Trace Flores. <laughs> it's a uh, grease. Yeah, yeah. and greased up the hair, man. The O. Henry Ballroom was going to be jumping, as it always was on Saturdays. Vince had danced to some of the biggest of the big bands there. Harry James, Artie Shaw, Tommy Dorsey. Tonight was just Chet and... I smoked weed with Tommy Dorsey. And his merry men <laughs> from the southwest of Chicago. They blaze that shit every day at lunch. Yeah. 
Inside the ballroom, Vince spent the first half hour drowning enough Cuba Libres. I don't know what that is. It's a rum and coke. I looked it up. Cuba Libre? Yeah. Mm. I'm going to order that next time I'm out. And if the bartender <laughs> looks at me quizzically, I'm like, fuck you. When I was a kid, I would sneak a drink of dad's. Uh, what do you say? Bacardi. Cuba li- Libre? Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I thought you ordered a Coke. And he's like, yeah, it's rum and Coke. But I always thought he said Roman Coke. Oh. It's like. <laughs> Two box. Yeah. Rum. <laughs> <laughs> So Vince spent the first half first half hour drowning enough rum and cokes and smoking enough lucky strikes to work up the courage to ask a girl for a dance. By the time the band got started on jumping at the woodside, he was in a bold state of mind. Liquid courage. Mm-hmm. Hands above the equator. <laughs> Spotting a pretty blonde girl in a white dress, he said as casually as he could manage, hey, it ain't right to stand still for Count Bassey. Why don't we cut a rug on this one? The girl smiled, and they joined the jitterbugging throng on the parquet floor. <laughs> so old timey, I love it. I just went to George Michael there, though. Like all of a sudden, oh, it the was jitterbug? like jitterbug. <laughs> <laughs> the band played a few more fast numbers, boogie woogie, and Jeepers Creepers. So Vince didn't get a chance to talk to his partner. That he didn't mind too much. Sometimes girls asked what he did for a living. He was a bookkeeper at the he was a bookkeeper at the Union Stockyards. Even though he didn't work anywhere near the slaughterhouse, that gave some girls the willies. <laughs> <laughs> when the band segued into Begin the Big Gine, Vince was finally able to get close to his partner. Her name was Mary and she lived, she said, on Damon Avenue in the Brighton Park neighborhood. That wasn't far from where Vince lived, in the house he shared with his parents. Something else he didn't like to mention to the girls. As they slow danced, (laughs) he noticed for the first time that the girl's hands were cold and her skin was brittle. Mary seemed to notice that he noticed it, so he made what he hoped was a lighthearted remark. Cold hands means you have a warm heart, Mary. Mary smiled, and they danced together for the rest of the evening. After the final number, Vince offered Mary a ride home. Her place was just a straight shot up Archer. But after they had driven north for a few miles, Mary insisted he pull the car over outside the lock gates of Resurrection Cemetery. Vince was baffled, but he complied. Mary opened the door and stepped out onto the roadside. I have to go, and you can't follow me, she said. Then she walked towards the gates, laid a hand on the iron chain that bound the gates together, and vanished. Vince spent the rest of the night driving his Chevy up and down Archer, looking for a blonde girl in a white dress. He drove until dawn, and then, when the cemetery gates opened, he drove through the rows of tombstones engraved with crosses and angels. He was impelled not simply by the mystery of having seen a ghost, but by the hope that the girl he had danced with was not a ghost, that he could dance with her again on some night, on some future night. Catching no sight of Mary, he decided finally to drive to the address she had given him before they got into his car. He was a, I'm sorry, it was a brick bungalow on a street of nearly identical houses separated by concrete gangways a few feet wide. Vince rang the doorbell. His eyes were red with sleeplessness. His dark beard had not been shaven for a day, and his hair had fallen loose over his forehead. The middle-aged woman who answered the door looked startled by the young caller's dishevelment he was so fucking suave like (laughs) thirsty eight hours ago (laughs) she looked even more startled when vince asked is mary home oh no mary doesn't live here anymore said the woman who looked old enough and enough like mary to be her mother mary died in a car accident four years ago who are you i knew mary in high school vince lied it was the only plausible story for why he had been unaware of her death And you didn't know? I went to college downstate after I graduated, he said. That much was true. He had attended Illinois State University in Normal. I just moved back to Chicago. Looking past the woman who was still blocking the doorway, Vince spied a framed photo resting atop a piano in the front room. It was the girl he had danced with the night before, an ever-youthful face, never to age, the face of a ghost. I am sorry to be the one to tell you, the woman said. Mary went out dancing with some boys she worked with at Brock's, but they never made it to the dance hall. One of the boys crashed the car into the L at Wacker and Lake. 
Mary was thrown through the windshield and died on the way to the hospital. I'm sorry to hear that, Vince said, retreating down the steps. I'm sorry for your loss. If you want to visit Mary's grave, the woman added, she's buried in Resurrection Cemetery. <laughs> Vince never returned to the old Henry Ballroom or to Resurrection Cemetery. He had never learned Mary's last name, so he could not have located her tombstone. Damn it. I wanted that information. <laughs> in fact, he was so shaken by having danced with a ghost that he never set foot in the dance hall again. But Resurrection Mary, as the girl's ghost came to be known, continued to haunt Archer Avenue. When the big band era ended after the war, Mary rested quietly in her grave because the music she had hoped to dance to on her <laughs> final night among the living was no longer heard at the O. Henry. But in the 1970s, her ghost rose again. Mary's family, not being wealthy, had buried her in a term grave. Oh no, they're going to reuse it? A rented plot that only held remains for a quarter century. By the time the term expired, all of Mary's loved ones had joined her in the cemetery, leaving no one alive to renew it. During a renovation, Mary's coffin was removed to an unmarked grave in a remote, in a remote corner of the cemetery. One night, a suburban police officer received a report of a woman in a white dress walking through the grounds of Resurrection Cemetery. When he arrived at the gates, he found two bars pried apart with scorch marks, scorch marks where a pair of hands would have gripped them. The following year, a couple driving down Archer Avenue saw a girl wearing the same white dress lying in the street. The man at the wheel swerved to avoid her, but she disappeared before his tires could make contact. In the 1990s, the owner of Chet's Melody Lounge was pulling out of the driveway when he saw a man running up the road, waving desperately. I need to use your phone, the man said in a stricken voice. I hit a woman back there, but I can't find her body. Was she a blonde woman in a white dress, the owner asked. How did you know? That was Resurrection Mary. Don't worry, you didn't hit anyone. You saw a ghost. Despite these reappearances on Archer Avenue, Mary has yet to drink her Bloody Mary at Chet's. When a ghost is roaming your neighborhood, though, you have to be ready to soothe her restless spirit. Dude, that's awesome. (laughs) I wish we knew her last name so we could, like, Chicago's close enough. We could go check it out. Yeah, some of the researchers had, like, guessed, like, if somebody died in the 1930s and her first name was Mary. Is it going to be fine, Taylor? We got it. Mary Bragavi, B-R-E-G-O-V-Y. The green room just paid off. Green room's been paying off in spades. 1912 to 1934. Okay. That's crazy. Um, It's strange to me that, first of all, that, first of all, this lady's not blonde, but whatevs. Um, (laughs) Matt's going to pick part of this whole fucking thing. Do the carpet match the drapes? Oh, boy. (laughs) Come on, Mary. Jeez. What is a term? Uh, uh, great. You're like, oh, is that a term still one? a uh, thing? So wait, wait. Oh, a they, term plot. They so they move everything and just go. Eh, we'll put you in the back lot since you're not the you know the the prime. Yeah, seems like a lot plot. of work. I would assume that. Like, I thought they went like Poltergeist again. I thought they went Greg T. Nelson. He <laughs> moved Craig. ahead. Oh, what is it? Craig. Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> You moved the headstones, but you, you didn't, didn't move, move the, the bodies. bodies. Did you? It's <laughs> my favorite. Did you? Did you? <laughs> Carol Ann. Oh, sorry. Dude, that's um. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I like I the lo- Bloody Mary feel of it, I too. I do, too. <laughs> I wish it was like, um, you know, they left. I wish it was like they leave it out on Friday night, and then they come back Saturday morning that's and it's gone. Yeah. Like, that would soothe my soul a little more. <laughs> do you want to hear mine quick? Absolutely. I want to hear yours. It's not like it's. It's based off of the bar one. Okay. It's off the, the Bloody Mary. What's it? Are you going to name it? Are you going to call it something? Uh, sure. It's called Blue Dog Had a Show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It was a night on a weekend. Much like any other night. <laughs> but a weekend. A tavern in South Beloit. Ooh, which one? Mike's Roadhouse? Yes. (laughs) Did I ever tell this story? You've told me. Is it really Mike's Roadhouse? Yeah. Okay. Wow. They had a gathering 
for a fundraiser. <laughs> oh my god, cut that shit. Out. Right. So we um we played like the night uh show, like we don't start till nine or something. So there's like a bunch of people there and stuff. I think this is the first time we played it. Maybe that's how we got like roped into to being the end of the night type very like I guess the headliners, but if you go all day, what the hell doesn't matter? Anyway, um have you guys been there before? No. I- Mm, I don't think. Where is it at? Um, is it still open? Yeah, I think so. South Beloit, right? I believe. Technically, yeah. Um, do you know where, what's the car dealership down there? Um, Burtness? Or um, um, Budweiser? Budweiser. Budweiser below it. Give us a sponsorship. Anyway. Um, and a new car. And a new car. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of a cool setup. Like a uh, picture... You walk in the front door, it's just the, the layout of a bar, very kind of narrow. It, you just belly up. But then on each side, there's two stairs that go down. It opens up. It reminds me of like the countryside in something like that. Okay. But they have cameras. So if you're sitting at the bar, you can watch the band without actually having to go down. If you don't like loud noises or Ludog, whatever, you can just <laughs> you can just watch at the bar. We were bullshitting with the guys, and I overheard a guy saying, that this place is haunted or something. I think it's been in the paper before, by the way, too, mm. that we reference. Oh, I got another issue of the paper for you, Sarah. Did I leave it? I thought I left it right there. No, you did. Okay. And the guy was like, then like we we're in between sets or, or no, we we're trying to kill an hour after we got set up. And I'm like, what's this haunted stuff? Like, dude, they will, um, he showed me like they have, they have so many stories that they quit taking stories. They have on uh, their surveillance, a few of them they saved, and he showed me where it, it will happen at 9 o'clock on a Tuesday or Friday the 13th at midnight. But, like, uh, it'll show the bartender just walk away and a bottle just fly off the fucking shelf and smash or a beer bottle at the other end. It's not like the same spot, so you can't, you know, blame a faulty shelf or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All sorts of shit. And I was like, oh my God, no shit. And then like an old friend or I, yeah, an old friend I hadn't seen in like years. She showed up. She's like, oh my God, you guys are playing? Yeah. And I was like, hey, uh, have you been here before? She's like, yeah, we come here all the time. It's haunted. She's like, oh my God. And then started telling me, mm. yeah, it, there's a, a ton of shit. And I think the paper, no, the Beloit Daily News, I think, did a did a piece on it. And it was just story after story. Like somebody died there. Um. Yeah, I. It, it's and is Mike's Roadhouse bar? You said I, yes. They used to. The only reason I've never been in the bar. Um, we played there a couple times. They too. used cool to, bar too. They used to sponsor all of the uh, mixed martial arts fights that we used to go to in Beloit. Yes, at the Eclipse Center. Yeah, yep. so they'd always have like two tables worth of guys there, you know, from the bar or whatever, and. That's the only reason why I ever even came on my radar. And they would, I think they hosted like the post party or the pregame yep. or something. It's a sweet setup. I like the, I like the, I like the setup where you, if you, if you, if I was there and I didn't like the band, I can just sit up front and I can still watch them. Yeah. Maybe I'd be, maybe I like them by the end of the night. Maybe I die from a ghost. Any other, know. any other stories that you heard or just the bottles flying around? Oh, then like some of the bartenders were like, oh, it's awesome trying to like clean up after two in the morning. No, um, I, bet. I would never be in there by myself. Like the, the haunted shit, like as long as you're with somebody, I feel like it's, it's you're okay. safe. Yeah. I don't know if you, I don't know if you are, Yeah, but it just feels better if mm-hmm. you got somebody with you. Mm-hmm. The one, it's always dude bartenders for some reason. The guy was like, pissed me off because I'd shut everything down and then I'd go out the door that you lock and like set the alarm or whatever and then walk around in my car to leave and then there's two lights on. Oh. And he's like, now I gotta fucking set the alarm again. <laughs> and I know I set the fucking lights up. Like, oh. So it almost turns into like a nuisance. Like, yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> a game. He's being played. He's a pawn. Yeah. Right. Huh. So That's awesome. I love that. I love the, the haunted bar stories. But like one of them, like there's a couple where they flew off and like broke. It wasn't yeah. just, boop, you know, it was mm-hmm. like 
like it a looks ball. like somebody throwing it not yeah. like it just like from vibrations right like, yeah and you said to think a guy died there or something is that oh i think a, i think a couple of people died there of what any uh, idea chlamydia i think horrors are involved in one of them Hellas. if i remember i'll look it up for next week <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna look up <laughs> the dirty horrors <laughs> you horrors at the roadhouse you it went from whorehouse to roadhouse yeah <laughs> we gotta Just clean the name we don't have here. enough money to change a few letters <laughs> I forgot what I, it, some publication did a whole like I think it was a Rockford registered star. star. Mm. Yes. All right. Well, mine's a little uh, a little weird, a little different from those. Um, it is called Infinite IKEA. Mm. Like a Twilight Zoney IKEA. Have you heard the story, Adam? I have pretty good i haven't i'm excited okay i hope there's meatballs there's not swedish meatballs negative negatory all over well that's hell then (laughs) (laughs) all right on march 15th 2011 martin sims found himself wandering down the streets of carson california his clothes tattered his beard overgrown and his body was covered in scars he was very incoherent and babbling to himself You may think this is just another homeless junkie wandering the streets, but what is remarkable is that Martin had been missing for three years. When interviewed by police regarding his whereabouts, his answer was shocking. He said he'd been trapped in an Ikea since 2008. Most of the interviewing officers thought this was bullshit, but one decided to check it out. There were definitely some nefarious things happening at the Ikea, and the government had it temporarily closed under the guise of a black mold infestation so they could look around. Martin was a very little help to the investigators and mostly kept uttering the phrase bigger on the inside over and over and over. After determining that he was not going to be of any help, they administered a dose of foundation amnestetics, I'm sorry, foundation amnestics, to erase his memory for the past three years and returned him to his family. Officers told his family that they had been, that he had been kidnapped and abused for the past three years. Oh my gosh. By a maniac stalker in downtown Carson. And that due to the drugs, he wouldn't remember a thing. (laughs) You heard the story, Adam? I have not. Nope. (laughs) I thought I did. But the, what was the drug part again? They we're gonna. It was called you- foundation amnestics. So, like, basically, they're bringing on an like, amnesia. Yeah, for a time period. Yeah. All right. So then, a base was set up around the IKEA, and surveillance team was watching all entrances and exits at all times. Now they closed the thing down because there was weird stuff going on in there. After a week of watching the store, nothing unusual happening. They decided it was time they observed from the inside. A 20-person unit split up into four groups of five and entered the Ikea, each deployed to a different area of the store. You guys ever been in an Ikea? Yeah. Uh, Swedish meatballs, bro. But it's like a fucking maze. Yeah, it's huge. And also they have like light up arrows on the floor. Like you basically just go in one way and you have to walk the the entire store every little bit of it before you can get out. Mm-hmm. It's the way it's set up. Like, I hope they explain their furniture instructions at the end of this. All you need is an Allen wrench. <laughs> <laughs> so a tw- like I said, a 20 person unit split up into four groups of five entered the Ikea, each deployed to a different area of the store. Three of the four groups responded that nothing was out of the ordinary. Now they were keeping in contact with like a central command unit Um, with audio and video. Um, Everything was the same as it was at every other Ikea. One of the teams, however, was dealing with bad audio and eventually lost signal and all communications with command. That team disappeared and had not been seen since. They were able to isolate the area of the store the team was in and seal it off as well as close the store. There's no telling how many people have gone missing, but they could at least stop the number from rising by not letting anybody else in the store. 
Eight months after the team had disappeared, there hadn't been any activity at the location until November 3rd, 2011, when shortly after 1 p.m., one of the members of the lost team came frantically running out the front door. They were obviously surprised to see him again, but more surprised by what was following him. It was a human-like being wearing the traditional blue and yellow Ikea garb, but it was not human. It stood almost seven feet tall and despite having a head, had no discernible face. It kept saying over and over, the store is now closed. Please exit the building. Oh my God. The entity had excessively long arms and legs. Each arm was said to be around five to six feet in length with massive hands. That's fucking Slender Man. This took the investigators by surprise, and before they could help their friend, the being grabbed the would-be escaper and twisted his head, snapping his oh neck like a twig God. and killing the operative before retreating into the store. After this incident, it was determined that no one would step foot in there again, but we still needed answers. Enter the drones. The first few that were sent in lacked signal strength, but after some trial and error, a good connection was established. The strangest thing was while operating the drone, the investigators realized that the anomalous area that the team went mess- missing from had no end. It just kept going. They meticulously gridded off an area of 10 square kilometers, much, much larger than the store's apparent footprint while looking at it from the outside. So the, air- the area that that team went missing from, they sent drones in there. And it basically, they could not go far enough to where they, they it just kept going and going ended. and going. Bigger going. than it looks. Yes. Mm. Bigger on the inside. Bigger on the inside. But as far as they could tell, this portion of the store went on forever. Drone footage also showed more of the strange beings, as well as several small settlements of survivors living off the various restaurants and building small towns oh. with the furniture, etc. <laughs> Somehow, the food in the restaurants mysteriously replenishes and the automatic lights form kind of a day-night routine with the seven-foot beings only becoming aggressive at night. It's like a quiet place, kind of. Since surveillance began, 14 people have escaped the confines of the endless Ikea as it is possible to get out by retracing your steps. Interviewing these folks has shown no link between any of them. It seems to be a wrong place, wrong types, wrong time type situation. It has been determined that because officials don't know how many people are inside or how to get them out, the building cannot simply be destroyed, but must be continuously observed. Wow. I feel like this is just something you tell your wife to get out of going to Ikea. <laughs> That's crazy. Like you, did you hear does it say where? It doesn't say yeah, where. Yeah, in California. Carson, California. Carson, California. And I, d- I thought at first I'd, I knew what you were talking about, but I heard some weird like portal shit with a Wal- with Walmarts or something. Like you can do, if you get on the map and there's Walmart. So no, I didn't know about this Ikea. Dang, it's like Stranger Things with a portal. Yeah. And these weird Ikea <laughs> beings. <laughs> yeah, they're dressed like Ikea workers. The story is completely bullshit. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> but remember, he um, said it could be complete bullshit, too. You just yeah. fucking made that up? No. But <laughs> I wish I made Holy that up. But he fuck, repeated dude. it. No, but he oh repeated it. I, um, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I had to change great. a lot of stuff around. Otherwise, Wait, it was just, you doctored the bullshit? Yeah. I don't like this. You're lying to us, man. <laughs> <laughs> so check out stories like this one on it's called the infographics show which it's on youtube it's almost like a podcast that they animate now the weird thing is a lot of the stuff actually is factual information but they do a subset of it called like the sbc and i'm not exactly sure what that exactly stands for the only fucking things that better been doctored is the length of the hands on the crazy <laughs> key no that was all in there mm-hmm. uh, but but basically like these um Adam, first of all, how dare you? I know. They're like, you talked about a fucking bar you played at in a glass fall for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How scary was that? So go fuck yourself. <laughs> I know. I'm I just was, kidding. Dude, you had me like hook, line, and sinker. I'm like, oh my That's God. That's the whole point. All the stuff on like the creep show like we talked about on the old movies, 
That was all bullshit too, but it's good. It's a good, creepy, weird story. Well, the Ted Danson one is kind of true. Which one was that? With the seaweed. Remember the ocean and he drowns. Oh yeah. I'm gonna watch. I will watch Creepshow before. What it sucks? No, which one? One, the first one. Yeah. I can give you the best of one and two. <laughs> How about that? Because <laughs> you got to see the blob in part two. I have. Yeah. I've got a smidge of time on my hands. I mean, I feel like I can watch them. Huh? I'll at least watch one before next week. I've, is, watched, I've seen them before. And the willies, the it's funny because you mentioned, you said something about the willies earlier. I don't know if Sarah's ever seen the willies though. Have you seen the willies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh dude, you should watch it. It's very we creep go. showy. We should, we should give homework. You got to get down to some creep show. You got to watch the willies. I got to find some stories that don't involve bars. <laughs> <laughs> but glass, no, I was um, glassware. <laughs> the whole reason why that even came about is uh, it's kind of a funny story because a guy I work with, he's like putting furniture together with an Allen wrench like you would at Ikea. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I'm back doing some repair work in the, like the far corner of the warehouse and I can hear that he's usually just jamming out to like music on his phone. But he's got, all I hear is words. So I'm like, oh, he's listening to a podcast or something. So I'm like, what are you, you, know, what are you listening to? And he's like, oh, shit, dude, it's this infographics show. And they have like 7 million followers on YouTube. Oh, and that's where you got it from? Yes. Oh, nice. Huh. Um, I thought it was just like a fanfare that was pissed off at Ikea or something. No, 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 That's no, fucking no, no, awesome. No. You said at the beginning, didn't you? No, I said it at the very end. Yeah. All right. I said it, check out stories like this one on the infographics show on YouTube. They upload various stories like this one each and every day. Um, but I did, let me go back to the thing at work and then I'll get back to this. Mm-hmm. Um, he took it as like gospel. Like he's like, dude, he, and not only that, but he like concocted this own narrative where he's like, yeah, you know, like you, you know, the something, something act where they had to like unseal all these documents, which we've all heard about, I yeah. don't, you know, yeah, sure, whatever it's called. He's like, this guy like meticulously goes through because you only can check out these documents at like a federal library. Right. And this guy goes through and he finds all this weird shit and he does a podcast about it. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, well, I'm definitely going to check this out, which is which I did. But it took me about four seconds to realize this is like satire. Yeah, man. Doesn't that suck when (laughs) somebody like, yeah, I've had that before where somebody else told me that and you're like, told me like, you need to check this out whether it's on YouTube or, or, you know, research it yourself. And you're like, yeah, you're two minutes in. You go, oh, how'd you fall for this? Not only like, like a co- very quick Google search two yes, minutes in. Yes, to like, realize that it's like, this oh, it's, a, it's a fictional, um, this whole, like, this whole thing. Yeah, that's worse. That's like saying the onion is, it, this is a real article from the onion. Right. Like, oh, right. Dude, the, don't you know what the onion is? Jesus like, Christ did not score 71 <laughs> points in a basketball game. I'm telling you. <laughs> 74. Everybody knows that. <laughs> um, but no, I think it started out, it started out kind of like he was talking where they were um, talking about like, you know, some of the strangest places on earth and stuff like that. And that was all very factual. It was also very boring. Yeah. Um, but then they have this like subset where they kind of created their own fictional universe and they have their own fictional like agents. And that's, that's some of the stuff I doctored Hell in there yeah. is because it was going to sound very weird if it was like, Oh, this super secret agency was, I, I don't know. That's how that slender man started. Yes. And in our own state, somebody yes. died mm-hmm. or, or got stabbed a lot. She didn't die. Okay. Yeah. There we go. But yeah. Because that, that came from like a Reddit that was like, can you come up with your own type thing and yeah. then somebody just superimposed an awesome creepy pasta creepy, or something was called yes it was creepy pasta that's like the name of the blog or the I website or wordpress of that one do you ever see like the zelda one or it's called uh, that's up your alley and yeah i feel like if i told you that story you'd like lose your mind <laughs> you're on vacation this week huh yeah i don't want to do <laughs> all right well what a good it. week <laughs> <laughs> but no yeah the endless ikea was a completely false story Dang, but that was really good i like shit like that where that it's was like great and that's why i only printed off one story this week because remember last week i was like guys print off a couple just in case yeah. like you might have the same story as adam i was like nobody's got this fucking endless ikea the shit. best yeah. part is i thought i did but i heard a walmart one yeah that's really weird <laughs> 
<laughs> Walt had a, a Walmart one, a portal. I think at the end, I it was feel a couple like at years the end ago. of the Ikea one, they did say something about other, it wasn't a portal, but it was like, this Ikea exists in like every, uh, what's the, like, the multi-space, the, multi oh, the, the multiverse? Or, oh, yeah, okay. Uh -huh. That shit gets fucking out there. Well, I think that was a fucking good uh, first you know foray into Creep Show. Yeah. I think mine holds up, actually. At least, at least we can physically go to where I'm talking about <laughs> and watch the surveillance video of some glass breaking or get chucked off a wall. That's fine. What do you guys got? You got a scoop or a thought? What do you want to do? I got one. Yep, got a I got scoop? A, you want a scoop? How, what, what time are we on? I don't know. We got, we got time if you want to do one. Sure. It's up to you. Actually, like, you want to just... I feel like it's a breakdown. Well, let's. You know what? We're close enough. We'll just we'll just get a shower All thought, right. and then we'll end this bitch. All right. Fair enough. Here's the shower thought: using an egg to help bread a chicken breast is probably one of the biggest flexes on an animal. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs>